This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1337. Can AI write IELTS questions? Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today we read the best letter from a student we've ever received, teach you incredible idioms, and explore the idea of using AI to help you prepare for IELTS. It's a jam-packed episode. Hey, Aubrey. Uh, Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you. How's it going? Oh my gosh. I am blown away right now by this letter we received from a listener. Guys, oh my gosh. There are so many fantastic writing questions in here. Um, Focused on general training writing task one, but we are going to go through this letter paragraph by paragraph because there are so many vocabulary words and idioms that this student uses that you guys need to be using as well. Absolutely. This is such a well-written, impressive letter. It was um, written by pa- Pavel. Pavel? I'm not sure how I would pronounce that. What do you think? Shout I out think, to this student. I think pa- Pavel. I'm going to say Pavel. Pavel. I hope I'm saying We apologize right. if we're saying your name incorrectly, <laughs> but either way, well done on this amazing letter. Yes, we're going to highlight some of this vocab and answer his very interesting questions about chat GPT and AI and how you can use it to study for IELTS. It's so cool. I am, oh, I'm so excited about this letter. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to start reading the letter here, guys, and we are going to answer questions and highlight amazing phrases as we go. All right. So here we go. Um, To begin with, I really appreciate your tenacity in recording an informative IELTS Energy podcast. All right, here's the first word, tenacity. So that's a noun, your tenacity. Um, How would you define tenacity? Hmm. The ability to continue doing something in spite of any kind of resistance or obstacles, I think, right? I feel like we taught this. It's been probably a few months ago, though. And yeah, this is a very high scoring word for IELTS to use this to describe a person to say they have tenacity. Yes. So it's a strong determination, an attitude where you never give up, right? Right. Tenacity. So good. All right. Um, Undoubtedly, your energetic energetic tone helps me through challenging days when I am ready to throw in the towel trying to achieve the desired band seven in writing. All right. So pausing here, another great phrase, throw in the towel is an idiom that means to give up. Um, Informal idiom, great for speaking. Yes, absolutely. Right. If you're anything you're talking about, if you're talking about wanting to discover new restaurants and you say, I feel like I've been everywhere. I'm ready to throw in the towel, meaning (laughs) I'm ready to give up. I've done it all. Right. And I also want to point out this amazing linking word, undoubtedly, which could be great for writing task one, task two, as well as speaking. Yes, 100%. Guys, we are definitely going to include some of this in the blog. We won't 
we won't reprint the entire letter in our blog, but we will put the vocabulary in there that we're teaching you guys. So check out our blog, go to allearsenglish.com um, slash IELTS. This is episode 1337. And also guys, scroll up in your feed to episode 1335, IELTS part one live listening practice. We did that last week. It is an amazing listening practice episode that we're really proud of. So go back and listen to that listening practice one. Um, yes, okay. you can hear the audio, see the questions, <laughs> and get strategies for how to make sure you're getting listening answers right. Don't miss that episode. So good. All right. Awesome. Continuing with the letter. I am going to sort of cut out some of the sentences here. Um, while working in an international company for several years, I have never received emails organized this way. So he's talking about how we recommend or how you have to write letters for general training task one. So he's talking about emails, comparing these real life things we write to the letters we have to write for task one, right? So um, then he continues, therefore, I doubt that people write letters outside the exam using the recommended approach, which involves inserting a bunch of linking words and supporting their ideas with examples. So what is he talking about here, Aubrey? Um, a bunch of linking words and supporting ideas with examples. Yes, he's absolutely right. The cohesion coherence score for writing task one for these general training letters, you have to have a variety of linking phrases, linking words. And when we write the average email or letter to a friend when we're writing like this, it's a little unnatural. We don't usually add all of these linking phrases. Uh -uh. We might have none at all. So this is yeah. something that you have to practice doing. It's not going to come as naturally. Exactly. And you'll find out why this is important for your score uh, right here in a second. Okay. Um, Aubrey, can you continue reading that, please? Yes. Consequently, another good linking word. So you can good. see he's practicing using linking words as he writes letters. Like, I got to do it on IELTS. I may as well add them to write to Jessica and Aubrey. I love That's it. It's amazing. This is a it's band so nine smart. letter, Pavel, by the way. Absolutely. Yes. Consequently, these thoughts demotivate me, especially paired with an opaque scoring system. This is one of my favorite sentences from this Bravo. letter, right? We stopped. We were reading it. We're like, wow, impressive. <laughs> First of all, this verb demotivate. I don't. I rarely see students use it. So it's band nine, True. right? Instead of just a good paraphrase for instead of saying I'm losing motivation, I'm lacking motivation to say these thoughts demotivate me. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. I know you guys out there listening have felt this as well, right? This is tricky. This is difficult. I'm feeling demotivated. For sure. IELTS writing does that, man. It's really hard. Um, and then continuing with that sentence, instead of saying and or also, right? How can we introduce an idea that is the same? He says, especially paired with an opaque scoring system. So um, he's saying these thoughts and the scoring system demotivate me, right? But the way he structures it is so high level. So paired with an opaque scoring system. So opaque, it's the opposite of transparent, right? Transparent is see-through, obvious, you can understand immediately. Whereas opaque means it's hidden behind something. Thing. You cannot see it immediately. Yes, this is why we've done quite a few episodes to break down the scoring system and let you know exactly what the examiner's looking for, because it's really difficult to just read those band descriptors and know exactly what they mean and know exactly what you should write or what you should say in the speaking episode. It's opaque. I absolutely agree. 
Completely. Yeah. Um, guys, come back to our blog, allearsenglish.com slash IELTS and search scoring system. And you will see so many episodes we've done explaining what the examiner needs for speaking and writing. Because yes, <laughs> it is not obvious. All right. Yeah. Um, Aubrey, can you continue, please? Yes. For example, IDP mentions the possibility to extend ideas to cover bullet points only in the band seven task achievement requirement. I am sure that any proposal can be extended somehow. So yeah, this is interesting where he's seeing um, specifics in the scoring system that he's like, you know, what exactly does this mean? How do I extend ideas? How much should be written about each bullet point? It's really not that obvious if you don't have a little more insight. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think, I think the, something that is difficult for him to understand here is that we highlight how important it is to extend on main ideas, extend on those bullet points, have specific examples, right? Extending ideas to cover bullet points. And he's like, but it's only mentioned in the task achievement category. That's true. Guys, every category is something different. You will never see one thing in two categories, right? So yes, this thing is only in task achievement, but it is a huge part of task achievement. This is one of those things that we call a ceiling in the examiner world. Um, meaning if you don't fulfill that ceiling requirement of covering the bullet points, your task score automatically drops to a five. Okay. It is the most important thing in that task score category. So, um, yeah, it is only in the one category, but it is one of the most important things you have to do. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. All right, so jumping into this next paragraph, he says, to conclude, I remember the proverb, practice makes perfect, and fairly stick to my guns in learning English. Such a cool idiom, right? For IELTS speaking, this may be, you could say like, this may be an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to stick to my guns. It means I'm not going to change my opinion, even if people might disagree with me. Totally. Um, And, you know, practice makes perfect. That's okay. But I mean, everybody knows that one, right? That is a common proverb, a common idiom that we say. But I'm going to stick to my guns on this one is so good. Very informal, only for speaking. Um, But yeah, it's just like, I'm not changing my mind here. (laughs) Yes. Um, And you can see how it'd be useful, pretty easy to stick it in lots of different places because you are definitely going to share your opinion a few different places. So this would be an easy one to plan on using. Totally. Um, So then Pavel goes on to tell us that his goals are to relocate to Canada with his family. Um, And I mean, I can hear and feel his frustration here because he can't get that seven that he needs in writing. But he is trying so hard. He says he regularly asks ChatGPT to generate IELTS sample tasks, which I love. And we're going to give you one right here in a second, guys. Um, But I like that he recommends that students do that because that is a lovely way to practice. 
Yes. And he has this great sentence about it where he says, um, I'd love for you to discuss the pros and cons of using this innovative technology in your fantastic podcast. Because innovative is such a high scoring word, Mm -hmm. much better than new or good. And there's a good chance you will have to talk about new technology, especially on writing task two. This would be an impressive adjective to use. For sure. Innovative. Definitely remember that one, guys. That is applicable to so many IELTS topics. So like Aubrey said, it's easy to use. Um, All right. So Pavel, amazing letter. Let's get into this um, general training task one question that he asked ChatGPT to generate. Generate is another great verb, meaning to make or create. Awesome. Okay. I'll share the result what ChatGPT gave him. He (laughs) wanted to generate a sample task for a letter. And here is the result. Write a formal letter to the hosts of your favorite English podcast in your letter. And here are the three bullet points. Share your gratitude for the podcast. Second, address the difficulties you are encountering in the writing section of the IELTS exam. And last, suggest any learning ideas to discuss during the show. And I mean, we look at that. He wrote a really high scoring essay if that's his task here. I, oh my gosh, you guys, I (laughs) cannot say how much I love this student and this letter because yes, if this were his task one question, definitely would have scored, I would say an eight. There was like a couple little, maybe maybe one or two little inappropriacies in here, one little spelling error, um, I, maybe an, even an 8.5. Like, honestly, this letter was amazing. <laughs> yes. The only downside I see is we eliminated quite a few sentences, just as an FYI for Pavel. There, you, we talked about this very recently. You can only write so much in the time you have and still have time to check, right? So be sure yeah. pay attention. The examiner isn't counting word count but you should pay attention so that you know, ooh, can I actually write this amount on test day? Yes. So um, unfortunately, there are 389 words in that letter. So that would not be a valid IELTS letter, Pavel. Um, But that's, you know, that's not what we're looking for. The the style of writing, the uh, examples, the vocab, just chef's kiss. So impressive. I know. Um, I love it. You can send us a letter as well with a question. uh, Write to support at all allearsenglish.com. And a few times today, we've mentioned what a great free resource our blog is, guys. So uh, head on over to allearsenglish.com slash IELTS, and you could search any IELTS keywords. And I (laughs) promise you, we've done an episode on it. And if not, send us a question at support at allearsenglish.com. Yes, I love that. Awesome. I know I put a lot of work into those blog posts. So come read them, check them out. We're defining vocabulary example sentences. They're very useful. (laughs) So good. All right. Awesome. Uh, Oh, thank you, Pavel. And thanks, Aubrey, for talking today. Yes. Awesome. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.